Welcome, welcome, welcome to Talking in Chairs Morning Edition. <laughs> the Morning Edition. Should we? Are we actually gonna? We're gonna kick this off. Is that what we're know. doing? I thought we were just, thought we were just chatting. We, we were just chatting. Yeah. We just ta- we just chatted for like thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We just caught up on each other's lives, and that's then a nice decided. And then, we just, and then we just decided, uh, you know, maybe we should actually do what we came to do. Do the proper show, a morning edition of it, which may not be... Oh, this will be around at noon. We like to uh, release these shows when you're eating lunch. Um, yeah. Because uh, like I don't know lunch why. is a very important meal. I don't know why I decided, like, lunch is the time that I want to do that. I'm going to turn down my headphones. I think noon is a really important, you know, part of our day. It, it sort of signifies the, the center of our... Uh, our time timeliness in life with our souls like stop, you know stop. This right. is Talking in Chairs. <laughs> talking in Chairs. Uh, I don't know what episode this is. 1500. Okay, that sounds reasonable no, thir- to me. It's, is it, no, is it, are we, no, 13? Is it lucky 13? No, we're, we're way past 13. We're 17? on 18. <laughs> I think I blocked five or six of those out of my mind. Yeah, well, last time we uh, released, uh, we, we were both lazy, so we took, we were both on the road. <laughs> So we released a uh, an episode of it was like a greatest uh, hits. No, it was the first episode that we had never released. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. release. Oh, that's right, because we kind of piled them up. No, because remember, initially we had the idea of we were going to p- play advocates for the podcast, right? And we were like, "This is just too hard," right? And we no nobody got time for that. Well, it all worked out in the long run, didn't it? It did. Um. So and and on this episode, we have a particularly uh, rambunctious Ben. Yeah, which was really hard to spin. It took us about fifteen minutes. Yeah, um, uh, Doug had to tie him down, and not to get the animal <laughs> animal rights activists on our case here. Uh, it was a really soft cloth that that didn't, you know. I think Ben was just more playing with it than he was like, <laughs> tied down by it. But it, uh, it's we were hard able to time get the spin. It's hard times for Ben this morning, right? Um, but hey, this is our this is our show where we sit in chairs and we talk about things that are uh, really important and meaningful in the world. The and people sometimes that aren't. That our wonderful fans from all over the world do submit. Uh, lately, we've been having it's been interesting because we've actually both of us can speak a few languages, but not every language. So we've actually had to bring in some interpreters to interpret some some um, topics that were sent in from some of our fans all over the world. Absolutely. Um, and so it's hopefully, I guess, we're getting these right. Yes. Um, so <clears throat> yesterday we had a few submitted. Um, from a Eastern European country that I can't even pronounce. Uh, well, I mean, you can't pronounce most of them. <laughs> Fair. We just don't get We ta- just we ta- just, ta- arky, tur- tur- Oh, Turkey. Oh, it's just like Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, but we we call that Smithville in the U.S. Right. <laughs> um, and and they wanted us to to tackle the topic of what came first, the chicken or the egg. Now, now we talked about this, and we thought, you know, that we want to honor all our all our users out there. Um, we actually users, all our listeners. Uh, we some, actually some could be users, right? Hey, let's not let's not take that away from anybody. Exactly. Um, but we actually had a few other uh, people send in 
can you tell us about the origins of of meals? And I thought that was sort of an interesting question. The origins <laughs> of meals. Well, so so what I'm getting at here is why do we eat eggs, Doug? Why do we eat eggs? Yeah. Because for breakfast. For for breakfast? Right. Be- because uh there was a guy hanging around and he saw that chickens were just dropping these eggs everywhere. And <laughs> there was a guy hanging around. <laughs> yeah, nice. like like he saw these animals out and he just decided, you know what I want to do? I want to eat that whatever's in there. Right. So so Paulo from Argentina okay. um, wrote uh why do we eat eggs for breakfast? Okay. Um, and I thought, you know, that's fitting of this this other uh, listener who asked sure. us about meals. And so I thought we'd take a little bit of deep dive into that. <clears throat> and Is it actually, because Ben, like all animals, like we follow the animal. And if the animal eats it, then we decide that's probably something we could eat too. Oh, that's interesting. Ben eats eggs? I Your mean, cat? He, oh, he will eat eats eggs? In a heartbeat. Like, does he prefer sunny side up? No, he would like go out and, and raid a bird nest and like. Oh, I see what pull, you're saying. You're not talking like like a, a fried egg on your countertop. You're talking like I don't think he. Wilderness. I don't think he fries it. I think he just goes <laughs> over easy. Uh, well, so the bigger question here is why do we eat breakfast, right? Right. And and I thought this was well, pretty interesting. Uh, we just both had croissants. We did, and and you got those for yes. both of us, and I thank you for that. Um, so this is one of these many things that was actually derived from the Romans. Okay. Uh, the ancient Romans ate breakfast, which they called. <clears throat> Ienteculum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's very yeah, accurate yep, to the pronunciation. Yep. Uh, and that included eggs. Oh, by the way, can I stop you just for a moment? Please do. Please. <laughs> Have you ever seen the uh, the YouTube video where they pronounce things completely incorrectly? I haven't. What's that called? Uh, it's just like um, go to YouTube pronunciation. Okay, I'll do that later. And then you you go and it's like. Uh, it'll say something like Jim, and it'll be Haim. Yeah, it'll yeah. be like Haim. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks. Thanks. I just thought we'd segue into that. Continue yeah. on to uh, why. Well, so when the Romans were pushed out of Europe, breakfast left with them. Throughout the Middle Ages, Europeans ate two large meals in contrast to the Roman three. The Roman three, that was their added breakfast. And basically, um, it was derived from the fact that they had all these people building this insane city. And so the wealthy elite, which there were obviously a lot back in the Roman times, or I guess it was a significant part of the culture, I should say, um, would not typically eat breakfast. They would be eating later in the day, but for the people who had to get up early and build these aqueducts and all these technologies that the Romans were using to build these cities, uh, they actually had to find ways to eat them. One of the other theories that goes along with that is that they had all these chickens, and these chickens are laying eggs, and they would lay an egg in the morning, but then that's been proven obviously wrong, that you have a mature chicken there lay like three, two or three eggs per day, Okay, and so it's not always just in the morning, but I guess their first egg you'd find in the morning and want to eat it fresh so so that's kind of i mean it's it's not too much more in depth than that uh from from the limited research that i did well hold on the, yeah. weren't the romans the ones that had vomitoriums so would like why were they like so diligent about eating yet then throwing it up was that uh, like at the end of the day if they had eating like, disorders man Maybe they had too much food. There's mirrors. They created mirrors too, so they're you know maybe, like trying maybe, to keep their weight down. Maybe that's like what uh, in the U.S. Like right. we're the fattest country in the world. Maybe we have too many meals. Maybe we should get rid of breakfast. Right. Well, and and we very well could. And well, so that's the thing, right? So the Normans then would eat dinner around nine a.m. 
Um, physicians and religious leaders at the time suggested it would be gluttonous to eat before dinner. And so breakfast was a meal reserved for manual laborers, like I say, children and the elderly. Uh, so the people in the, you know, the, the middle age folks would not be eating it because it was considered kind of a uh, frowned upon. Right. Um, but then in the West, it wasn't until 1620 that an English medical writer, Tobias Venner, suggests eating eggs for breakfast would actually be healthy. And then it became sort of, you know, in the same thing where an Atkins diet or whatever diet caught on, right. that sort of caught on this English breakfast, which not too many people I know actually enjoy. Not to, not to crap on the English, but right. this English breakfast with the weird mushrooms and stuff and like the tomatoes. I don't really get it. The baked I beans. I don't, but man, that's a thing, huh? I don't even... You, you might have to explain exactly what that is because I don't think I've ever had English <clears throat> breakfast. What I remember... Other than the tea. It's like... It's that kind of uncooked bacon. It's baked beans. <laughs> it's a bacon, tomato that, that can't be healthy. <laughs> uh, and and like a mushroom top. It's gross, dude. And then some <laughs> eggs. But I, I mean, someone out there. I mean, we have so many fans, you know. Now, please, someone tell us why that's good or if All that's right. good because I don't find it. So, so going down this rabbit hole, right? right? As we continue down this rabbit hole, this brought up the idea. What else did we get from the Romans? And you kind of alluded to a couple of these things earlier. Um, vomiting. And, <laughs> and vomiting is a big one. Um, and so I was looking at you know the top 10 things beyond eggs for breakfast that we got from the Romans. And I found some interesting stuff, such as, did you know that uh, in a way McDonald's came from, from Rome? How, how is this? Cause well, they... Fast food. Oh, okay. So uh, the Romans were the first to introduce street stalls with food on the go. Ooh. So, you know, we cruise around. You go to Austin, Texas, now in San Francisco, now in probably every major city. You got these food trucks. Uh-huh. That's basically a Roman thing. Cool. They had 10,000 soldiers in Britain, and they had forts. And so having, uh, you know, tasty, convenient food like burgers was really important. So they had these little street vendors. Um and they would sell them out of their little their little vendor carts. Oh, cool. Uh, advertising and trademarks. Didn't realize this. The modern concepts of PR, marketing, and advertising all trace back to the Romans. Traders would advertise their wares with billboards and signs. And so the self-promotion was a major concern to the emperor who proclaimed, proclaimed his military victories on his coins. Um, so you had emperors putting their stamp on coins. Then you had potters who would also do that kind of on the down low. Right. Um, I hope they don't get in trouble and they have the quality of it based on who, of course, made that. So that's kind of a little like, you know, Instagram I, thing from the Roman times. So one of the things I thought was really amazing was I went to Pompeii. Yeah. And like, I think it was like a thousand... BC. You but went to Pompeii in a thousand BC, Doug. I did. I was there. You know, I'm, a, I'm ahead of the curve on yeah. a lot of stuff. Jesus, but, uh, that explains so much. But I went to Pompeii, and like they, we got to the section that they had un- uncovered from 1000 BC. Mm-hmm. And you think about this: there was like a big sign that literally looked like uh, like a, a modern billboard. That's crazy. And it was advertising a bathhouse uh, or something. No, it was like a a place to like a bar. Really, like. like they had bars with quick serve like drinks <laughs> like on draft yeah it was like on draft it was like scoop out drinks right. but like right. and it, it it was amazing to me because you're sitting there thinking if you were in in pompeii walking around thousand, naked on some stone streets yeah but like on a thousand bc right. and right. they actually did wear clothes they actually had pretty ornate clothes at that time but like it's fair yeah but if you're walking around... I mean, not if you're going to the bathhouse. That's my point. I'm just picturing, you know, naked bathhouse cruisers. Yeah. The only thing that the bathhouse didn't have 
which is why they became not good, mm-hmm. was they didn't have drains. Ooh. Ooh. So it was just like a... Put that smell in your yeah. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, I saw I saw the original ad. You saw those billboards. And I was, I was shocked. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it is amazing. And obviously this gets referenced a lot that it was such an advanced culture. Um, but it's amazing to, I think, see that. It really time. was. It was beyond advanced because of how long it lasted. And right. the fact that the cultures that they all integrated all were pretty advanced. Right, and, well. and and how much is as we're talking about right now, how much is still used today? I mean, and then the big one, obviously, are I'd say the aqueducts, which provided obviously plumbing and sanitation, which yep. is kind of opposite of what you maybe saw in Pompeii, but was a huge part of um, sort of Roman history and, and then British history. Um, the concept of towns, where like settlements were planned out, kind of derives from there. Architecture, obviously, is a huge Roman thing. I think most of um, in in Europe at the time, most of the buildings were rounded. Uh-huh. Um, you see that in other parts, and the architecture of the Romans, which were these big kind of fortified square buildings that could be a lot larger, um, started to take place. Roads, uh, cement roads, where you're paving them and they're wide, and you can actually get transportation on a higher level. Uh, the Julian calendar, obviously, currency with coins, uh, Latin, obviously, and then bureaucracy, which was a huge one. Um, so those are sort of the 10 from the Romans. So that then, continuing on this rabbit hole, had me thinking a little bit about <clears throat> you know the diversity of the world okay. and how important that is. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and I thought, you know, at the same time this was happening in Europe, uh, we shouldn't forget what was happening in the Americas. And this is, I think, what's so freaking fascinating is that as this legendary Roman Empire uh, is developing, you can also find all these amazing things that we still use today here and are used all over the world coming from Mayan culture and the Americas. Um, And so this is going to... It's insane. And keep in mind, there was a lot more that came from Rome too, but this is like a, a quick list of most of the things that came from the early American culture of North America, South America. Um, and feel free to chime in on the stuff that is interesting. But uh, abstract art, Adobe, almanacs, American football, uh, anesthesia, apartment blocks, uh, aqueducts also were happening there, aspirin. Uh, they were using willow bark tree for thousands of years to reduce fever and pain. Uh, avocados, obviously, on the food side. Rubber. Uh, gourds, bulletproof vests were actually uh, invented by the Aztecs. Okay. Bunk beds were found there. Calendars, canals. Bullets to test the bulletproof vests? (laughs) They must have, right? (laughs) Canoes, causeways. This is a good one. Chaps. Did you know chaps? (laughs) Chaps. Like horseback riding. (laughs) Chaps. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm fucking talking about. Leather Cha- chaps. Leather chaps. Yeah. yeah, but aren't those four horseback? Totally. Yeah. Or other stuff. Yeah. Uh, chewing gum, uh, chocolate, chunky. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a Native American game where a person rolls a hoop covered in a leather strap framework and tries to hit it with spears and arrows. I think I've seen pictures of that. Uh, corn. Oh, so it's like lawn darts. <laughs> exactly. Dams, dog breeds, the idea of breeding dogs, okay. purebreds. Uh Domesticated turkey, which wow. is awesome. So Native Americans actually had like pet turkeys. I knew that. I Did mean, you? That... How do you know what? <laughs> well, that's how we got Thanksgiving. But those were pet. Oh, I guess the idea they of pets introduced like... us to yeah. turkeys. But I always thought they were wild. And then we I gave them those like... really nice cloths. Are they return. petting them? Because that's how you consider it a pet if you can pet your animal. So you think they were petting their turkeys? 
thought they were just wild turkeys they were killing. That's what pet comes from. Technically, pet does not mean that you can pet your animal. Domestication doesn't mean necessarily. Uh, by the way, if we're gonna be like going down some obscure rabbit hole, oh, we are. We're already there, man. <laughs> one one thing that I just found out is, uh, do you know what uh, one of the up and coming pets in Russia is right now? I do not know the pet scene in Russia. Uh, it is the uh, a lot of people are having domesticated foxes. Oh, whoa! Yeah, they. Uh, God, that they, sounds kind of scary. No, I feel like I wouldn't trust a fox. They're so sly. <laughs> they are, but yeah. they're actually adorable. Right. But uh, yeah, so the domesticated fox are just like having a dog. What are your thoughts on? So I was thinking about pets, and I was thinking, about, man, it'd be cool to get like a pet goat because they like bounce and stuff. And then this sounds almost weird. Maybe Go- bad. Goats of Anarchy. Do you watch that? <laughs> I don't. I just love that one YouTube video of the baby goat that like bounces off the other goats and knocks yeah. them over. Um, but. I, then you look at their eyes, and they're these weird rectangle eyes, and I yeah. feel like they don't have a soul. Yeah, they're and weird. So, and I feel like you want a pet who loves you, you know, like a little dog or a cat that's like, I have a, there's some emotional connection here. You love me, and I love you. Uh-huh. I don't know if I could love a goat, and I don't know if a goat would love me. Yeah, it's weird. They don't, uh, I don't think their irises move. Right. I think that's they have creepy. Fixed, they're like fixed, robotic, dude. They, they have fixed irises or something like that. Right. They, they, but, um, the other thing on on segways, uh, uh, did you know that? Uh, Are we going to ride one today? Yeah, we might as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you? You know, a mountain goat mm-hmm. is actually an ant, like an antelope. I did not know that. I found that out. Mountain <laughs> goat is good stuff, Doug. Mountain goat is not a goat. Interesting. Just figured. figured. Well, so then you know, but segwaying again. <laughs> Uh, and they might have irises. I don't know. I haven't. We should. Let's find a mountain goat. And we then, need to start building a list of things we need to right. like, dig into more as far as like Doug and Joe on the road, on the Doug, street. Doug and Joe hit tangents. That's <laughs> what we should talk. We no, should. but I'm saying we could like have an audio recorder and go find a mountain goat. We've got get, the audio recorder right there. Yeah, I guess or our phones work too. But uh, No, we got a good one. We have that H6 or whatever. Oh, the fancy Zoom guy. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, why don't I get a pet pig? Because pigs are smart as fuck. And then I was like, I don't know, man. Then I wouldn't be able to eat bacon anymore. Yeah, that's. But that's at the same time, I think I was. I've been thinking about getting a little pet pot belly pig. Okay, first of all, you know that if you get a pot belly pig or a little one, uh huh, there's like a fifty percent chance that it will become a big pig. There's no way to guarantee. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, there's no way to guarantee. Not the big pig, dude. Yeah, but there's no. They don't way need to... a lot of room to roam, right? Walks to Dolores Park. They're pigs, man. Dude, well, they're not like jumping around like cats and dogs. Yeah, but. Uh, when you start walking a, a half ton animal to Dolores Park, you tell me that's a big workout for that guy. Is it, well, it's a big workout for you because you try and turn that thing <laughs> Let's around. Talk about my weight, dude. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm saying you try and turn that thing around. He might not. They don't side- turn. Pigs don't turn. No, you can't turn him. Oh, right. If he so, like, home. if he, he decides he doesn't want to go home, yeah. then you're just stuck in the park, and you're not picking him up <laughs> and taking him home. My buddy has uh, uh, his... That's a fair point. My buddy has... His his girlfriend has one of the... Uh, she got a small potbelly pig, right. and it turned into uh, Francis Bacon Pants, which is now... That's a good name. Yeah, he's big. They turn him into pants? He's big. Yeah. And uh, if he doesn't want to, like, they, they'll take him on walks, and if he doesn't... they He just stays. Uh, he decides he doesn't want to go home. <laughs> you can't turn him. You can't turn him. <laughs> There's no way. Wow. Yeah, they take. They take. Uh, I'm sure they take treats to turn him around. Right. Get him to come home. But have they had a good experience with their pot belly pig? They love him. Okay. He's See, great. That's what I'm saying. And he probably loves them back. And that's what I care about. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so continuing on our list of amazing things that we still use today that were derived oh, we're from still the going Americas. Now we are. We're almost there. Well, okay. we're not. We're about halfway through. <laughs> Electro, uh, Electroplating like my... and balming, uh, freeze drying. Okay. This is incredible, right? Free, they're using gold plating, guinea pigs, <laughs> hammocks, harpoons, hockey, horse breeds in the breeding things, igloos, obviously, ink and road systems. All right, let's uh, just hit some high notes. We're, we're just, <laughs> I think these are high notes. Okay. Uh, all right. Lacrosse, llamas. Llamas are cool. Uh, <laughs> llamas are cool. Llamas are cool. Did they discover them or did they make them? Mathematics, the concept of zero. You've probably heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I won't go into it. Let's not go into the, the concept of zero. Uh, all right, let's see. We can do a, a podcast next time on the concept the of concept zero. The concept of zero is pretty cool. Painting, that was some of the earliest forms of painting found in Mayan paintings. Palaces oh, yeah, with the different colors. Peanuts, papaya. Uh, you know, the, the food's not as exciting just because it's cool, but it's like derivative of where it's from. Petroleum. Uh, they found petroleum. Ancient Native Americans in present-day Pennsylvania lit petroleum, which seeped from underground to fire ceremonial fires. Okay. In addition, they also used petroleum to cover their bodies against insect bites and as a form or jelly to prevent skins from drying out. Uh, peyote city construction uh, pot roast. That's sweet. I just got an Instapot. Speaking of which, oh, dude. Um, <clears throat> well, we should talk about that. I want to. I want to know about Instapot <laughs> pyramids. Uh, quinoa. Uh, I'm at R. I'm almost there. Rubber. Also, uh, uh, smoking pipe, snowshoes, spinning top, squash, sundials, suspension bridges, syringes. Are you filming me right now? No, I'm, I'm taking a picture of, of, of you and, and Ben. I'll put this on the Instagram. Uh, tobacco. You guys talking. There you toboggan, go. I knew tomato. That, that's what I was saying. It was going to happen in just a moment. He was like, no, now he's going to cross the bridge. There you go. <laughs> tug of war. Do you know where tug of war came from? Uh, the Mayans. Iroquois Indian. Related to some sort of celebratory ritual they used to do. Uh, umbrellas. Umbrellas. Okay. Uh, independent of the ancient Chinese who also had invented umbrellas of their own. The ancient Mayans and the Incas had invented circular umbrellas which were made from bird feathers. Okay. Vanilla. Uh, water gun. Okay. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, they were used from a syringe type device. The missionary Eugene Buchel recorded the Lakota peoples as making such toys for their children out of log rounds. Wow. Like, talk about creativity. Take a freaking log, yeah. make a syringe water gun for their kid to play with. That's awesome. Uh, whaling, whoopee cushion. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> Natives to the Great Plains were known to use animal bladders as whoopee cushions to play practical jokes on others. They were so popular, a common Lakota myth actually depicts a sorcerer using an animal bladder to put a spell of flatulence on a girl who spurned him. Oh, nice. Writing system, and finally, yams and yucca. Okay. How about, I mean, what a world we live in, dude. Derived from cultures all over the place. We all work together to create this amazing thing. We got idiots fucking it up right now, but we're going to, you know, stay strong. Can, and can I just, I just think it's wonderful to celebrate all the different places we've derived our civilization from. And uh, it's been everybody. And and just so that our listeners have a mind uh, insight on the mind of Joe, we started off with breakfast. That's right. So, I mean, that's... Uh, breakfast uh, that we found uh, that eggs were derived from the Roman breakfast. Right. Yeah. Right. That Then made you think about cultures of the world and then somehow we got to Mayans. Well, you know, stuff derived from different places. <laughs> okay, so this yeah. is uh, Tangents with Joe <laughs> and Doug. 
talking um, in chairs tangents in chairs yeah uh i think that was that was very fascinating and i do like the idea of us going on the road so if anybody's listening and has mm-hmm. ideas for uh doug and joe on the road uh we're we're game to do it um so yeah listen to us on or on iTunes, AOL. Doc, are we on AOL.com? No, uh, we are on the Gopher websites. Oh, nice. Um, then you can also um, follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet that much. Instagram. Yeah, we can up our tweet game. We could, we're could. we on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, like us on iTunes and comment. Like us. Yeah, please like us. All Thanks right, for listening. Th- thank you. <laughs>